0: You are listening to Actsiders. What is Hollywood anyway? It's just a bunch of people from other places. Stories about dreams, audacity, choices, dedication, and unconditional passion for the performing arts. I'm Ingrid, your host, and this is Actsiders. there. I hope you guys are doing really well and that you're preparing for this holiday season. I'm sorry I haven't been on the air in a while. Uh, I've been caught up with other different projects. But I'm very excited to bring you this last episode of the season. But we'll be back in the spring of 2018 with a brand new season. But more about that later. I'll make sure to keep you guys posted. But for now, uh, my last guest is Paz García a beautiful and soulful actress from Mallorca, the largest island in the Balearic Islands, which is in the Mediterranean Sea in the east of Spain. Initially, she was a graphic designer and uh, she started to act in her early 20s. And until now, uh, her motto has always been to break free from comfort zones. Uh, She moved to New York three years ago without any safety net and she made it work. Her story is truly inspiring and, and so moving. It's, to me, a praise of risk, which could actually be the recurring theme of this entire series. So I hope you'll enjoy Pass' warm and radiant voice. But first, she will tell you why she decided to leave her gorgeous island.
1: Mallorca is a very small island in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea. I mean, it's great. It's beautiful. uh, Quality of life is great. But if you really want to do something more, you have to go out. So this is why I moved to Barcelona when I was Mm. 27 to to try out my acting career. And I didn't know what to do, how to start or um, how to face that new chapter in my life. But it ended up being very well and going great. I'm kind of a countryside girl. You know, I lived in Mallorca for all my life and, uh, and in little villages. This is why
0: I was like, this must be such a shock for you. Like, I mean, I mean, it was when I moved to Barcelona. Barcelona,
1: But when I, when I moved to Barcelona, I remember it was a shock for me too. I remember I was very afraid to ride the city bike. Because the cars were crazy. And oh they were like, boom, God, boom, boom. Yeah, and I saw why? these people, like the, those people riding back. And I was like, wow, <laughs> that's so dangerous. I'm never going to do that. And then when I started doing it, I was the crazy one. Like, <laughs> woo, 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 going through in between cars and stuff. And like you know okay. You know, everything is about perspective and yeah. praxis. True. So you have to give yourself the chance. T- the time chance. to adjust. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the chance to try. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So that was shocky at the beginning. Uh, For me, it was a big city. Last time, I asked you if you
0: had, you know, a special story to to share with us. Is there anything you'd like to talk about? What,
1: What did you have in mind? I want to talk about the moment where I decided to leave Mallorca because that was a very important moment in my life. After a very hard period of, of of my life where I basically lost my family, my mother died mm. and my sisters just like went away. Uh, so I basically found myself by my own and that was very scary and very traumatic. But at the same time, I saw that that was a, an opportunity for me to take over my life, you know, and to take the responsibility of, of making of my life something great and not something miserable, right? <laughs> so this is when, uh, two years after my mother died, I decided to move to Barcelona. Um, I was booking some uh, commercials in Mallorca in that moment. I was working as a as a graphic designer and illustrator in Mallorca at that time and I also booked a few commercials mm-hmm. and then I started being more and more curious about it then I wanted to more I wanted to get more into it um so I thought okay well it's not gonna be Mallorca because <laughs> here nothing happens like summertime is good but that's it yeah th- this is where I realized that if I really wanted to keep doing that keep doing commercials or acting I should move out I did like a few short films when I was very young, but like with no sense of acting, just like playing around. And then when I started doing it more professional, it was through commercials. Okay. But I soon got tired and bored of it because it was like, okay, you know, it's fun, but I need to, I need to express more things. I have more messages to share, you know, so i moved to barcelona only to see how I, I could do and i could manage with commercials but then i i started being again bored like oh, okay this is not gonna feed my hunger mm. so you know what i'm gonna start doing acting so i started working with a few teachers in in barcelona and i started getting into it and and, um, shooting short films and, and some independent movies and stuff. And then I was, I was starting having fun, but I felt I needed, I needed more tools to actually be more, um, complete and able to get into places where I was afraid to get. So this is why I joined Meissner Technique there. And I see all that period of, of my life as a great, uh, challenge that I that I took myself cuz I was coming from a very dark moment of my life and I I was aware that I wanted to do something good with that you know I didn't want to be I didn't want to play a victim I didn't want to be um feeling down or sad for the rest of my life I wanted to you know change that and make something great and and I discovered that I had talent for commercials and then acting. And then I was like, okay, this is working. And then all my period there was a great time. Uh, of course, there were ups and downs, but like the the general vision of it is really good. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just a, a proof to me, again, that whenever I feel my... I follow my intuition, something good happens if I take the risk.
0: So, you said you did take Meisner mm-hmm. uh, when you were in Barcelona. How was that experience
1: for you? That was the most amazing experience I could have. Mm-hmm. Uh, it totally changed my life. And it was not only because it was Meisner Technique, which is a great technique for actors, yeah. but it was because I was working with the best teacher I could ever have. And uh, he is Javier, Javier Galito Cava. He runs his own program, uh, his own Meisner Technique program in in Spain and uh and I mean that experience was really awakening for me and yeah, it totally changed the the person I am
0: so it was you know on stage and off stage it was a process that it
1: totally of course yeah. art is Art is is it involves all yourself, you know. Uh, art takes your acting skills and how to be on camera and how to move on stage and how to get there yeah. w- where your character has to be. But at the same time, you're facing your true self and you're getting to know yourself better. You're getting to deal with the things you... Maybe you were not even aware of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you How are. How could going you describe
0: Meisner for people who are not familiar with this technique?
1: Yeah, um, basically Meisner is uh, defined like um, is working truthfully and well, living truthfully under imaginary circumstances. Mm. That's the whole point of Meisner. Different, uh, there's a difference in between every technique, right? But like method, for example, or Stanislavski, they were using more your own personal experiences to get to, to where your to character work. had to go. But yeah, but um, differencing that, uh, Meissner um, trains you in a way that you can get anywhere through your imagination, mm-hmm. which is your more most powerful tool you have. If you really train it, that's the same. It's 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 as powerful as as your own real experience in life. So this is why what what makes Meissner technique special. What I do you am, like
0: the most about Meissner? What what is it that really resonates with you?
1: Um, the truth. The truth of the moment. Um, this this there is this thing. You know, you can't you can't. Do anything if you're not true to yourself you're gonna be faking something and that's something I don't agree with at all so um, this is what I, I love about Meisner technique when I'm working um, about finding the truth of that moment of that character of that feeling of that situation yeah I'd appreciate that the most I think
0: I love this there is this Meisner quote he says um, I think your value as an actor doesn't depend on you, but on what your partner does to you. Oh yeah, it's because always about yeah,
1: because the responsibility that, is on yeah, the other person,
0: and you're always t- you have the responsibility mm-hmm. to take him in mm-hmm. to really allow mm-hmm. this connection to happen every single time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Especially when you do a play every single day, the connection has to happen.
1: For real exactly every
0: time you exactly
1: do and for yeah. the connection to happen you need to f- point your att- to put your attention in the other person mm-hmm. you can't be think about yourself and about w- how you should do that or how do you look or how do you sound or what, what how do you want to impress anyone mm-hmm. you have to be in the other person mm-hmm. and you have to to put your attention there then the connection is real you know so yeah the repetition was very hard. Oh, my God. I remember the first level and second level being so lost. Like, how am I going to do that? Like, <laughs> I, oh, like find no words to speak. And yeah. there you realize where you stand on. Mm-hmm. And there you realize how you work and what your patterns are yeah. and all that stuff. It is so important. Mm-hmm. This is why uh, going through circle Technique certainic- with Javier changed, changed myself. Art is... Th- therapeutic you know it's not therapy but it's therapeutic Mm -hmm. and this is how you grow Mm -hmm. you grow with Mm -hmm. art so much in aspects that you you cannot even imagine Mm -hmm. and that in certain certain levels of your life you cannot even develop Mm -hmm. so this is why i feel art is the best way to learn and grow
0: how did you end up deciding to come here
1: why well <laughs> you know i i realized i was i was doing great i was doing so well i was very happy i was getting things done and i was in a comfort zone mm. i was very comfortable having all those great things but i am very thirsty and i'm very hungry of life you know and i i needed to have new challenges. I needed to keep exploring the world. I needed to get to a next level. So I yeah, I believe that I I could have stayed there and I could have um keep working there and keep evolving, of course. But doing these crazy things that I do sometimes, like going somewhere else without having no clue about it. Is that, you do that often? I mean, I did it in Barcelona. I, I didn't know <laughs> what to do there. And it, it went out great. Um, it worked out great. Um, and here, I can't complain neither. Like, I, now I'm still starting, but I know it's going to be great. In any case, it's just going to be great. So... I love breaking these comfort zones that we all get mm-hmm. at some point. Uh, to to put myself in situations, they are uh, a challenge for me. So I can learn something new. Mm-hmm. And so I can keep growing, you know. Um, so this is why I chose to, to come to New York and give a chance, of course.
0: So... You've been doing a lot of commercials since you got here? What's I've been done work for you? I've done few commercials.
1: A few commercials, short films, um, industrial. And uh, I'm also in this uh, acting project that is great. It's uh, a, a, The Act of Killing. It's a TV show. It's still going through um, uh, finding uh, funds to do it. But it's on production and, I mean, it's gonna happen at some point. I did a, an audition for this guy, the director. Okay. I did an audition with him and then he had this project Oh, and he, uh, and he contacted me. And we actually yes. did the shoot these pilot, but uh, it's okay. That pilot is not going to be on air anyway because okay. they're, they, they're working with the script um, and if then we get the, what we need to do it, then we'll start doing it again okay
0: mm-hmm. and can you tell me this what the synopsis is or no um, no i'd rather anything? not do okay. it and but you'll be a principal but, or so yeah. Okay, yeah 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 fantastic
1: yes yeah, yeah oh yeah and i love my character and i can't wait to work on her
0: yay yeah. and talking about work i was wondering if um your visa situation had um affected
1: your career has it had an impact Of course because from the very first moment you can't apply for like a major movie a major role because you don't hold a green card or you're not you're not an American citizen Mm. Uh, yeah um, of course it affects me it affects my career my accent is also something you Mm. know Mm. I know I have an accent It's not too thick but I do have an accent yeah so it can be a good thing for some things and it can be disadvantaged. Yeah. There are a few things that I have to be realistic. This is also why I'm like not complaining about the moment where I am right now. Yeah. Because yeah. I have to be realistic, you know, with with what I have today and with what I with, with with what I can do. Mm. With what oh shit how is that un dos, with, tres. With, yeah, un, dos tres respira otra vez <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you understand what I mean. <laughs> so, <laughs> I did. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. You know, I, I, I'm not complaining about the moment where I am right now. But definitely there are things that affect my career and this present moment. Yeah. Which I have to embrace and keep going with it. Because if I don't fight against it and I just keep working with it, then things can be done and, and, I, and I can have a great experience here. There's one topic you're very passionate about is
0: uh, very important to you, right? Mm-hmm. You've been uh, talking to me about education and how you'd like to build some kind of new curriculum. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me more Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So this started uh, actually <laughs> in 2009. One year after my mother died, I started writing this innovative educational program. Because I realized we needed something else to actually have a, a better life and to have a better experience of life. And, and for, for that to happen, to make all the ju- changes and adjustments we had to do, all, all of that, it's so much work. Because we are, let's say we are born in a family that they don't really have resources or or principles. There are meaningful that you can work with those to create your own life in a successful way.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm not talking about um academic. You know, I'm talking like about your life. If you have this um this circumstance, you're born in a family like that, where are you going to find the guides? Where are you going to find the 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 lines and the guides to lead you to a great experience of life it is it becomes very difficult for different cultures and for for some neighborhoods it can be very complicated so this is why I feel that public education should give more and should be designed in a different uh, with, with a different perspective not only learn how to do math, how to write, how to read and all those things which are are great and necessary but about all these other parts that are also so necessary and we don't take care of them because we we were not taught how to care of how to be aware of our emotions about how to interact with people, Mm. you know So, uh, I started writing that in 2009 and then I was like, okay, uh, boy, how am I going to do this? I have no fucking clue. (laughs) And I don't know why. I don't know how to continue with this. So I let it aside in that moment. And now, um, with all these changes that are happening in my life, I, I decided to take it again, to retake it because now I have a lot of Content and a lot of information and and uh, material that I can put in it, mm. and now I can find a basic, a, a, um, a solid base for it, so I can develop something really solid with mm. that. Um, and this is what I'm working on also these days, and I'm also like contacting people that I feel they have a, such an advanced career. Um, in this subject in education oh, or you spiritual to? um well people they're um, crossing paths with they're, they're giving workshops uh about connections um people they're mentors uh, my own mentor that is the most amazing man on earth <laughs> i just love him and i love to put it out um <laughs> yeah so like uh yeah, this is what I'm also working on. And I I don't have a date, a deadline mm-hmm. or a specific goal now, but I'm definitely working on that and I'm putting everything, I'm, I'm reading this Reiki book because mm-hmm. um, I took this, this classes and uh, I'm reading it again because there are many concepts that I feel they're all so basic for us. For so. instance okay well it just says something very interesting that where your thoughts are is where your energy is where your <laughs> energy is is where your life is and this is something so basic and so important and we're not aware of those things no nobody teach us how to get there how to be aware of our own thoughts and where we put our energy so then it happens that we're having a life that we it, we think life is happening to us hmm. instead of being aware that we create our own lives now i'm much more aware than ever the way i create my life i am so aware i create everything around me and i feel empowered by it because there i feel i have I have power, mm-hmm. not that I have control which is a different thing and I don't want to go to that subject but power, I have power, I can make choices, I can create what's around me and I can change also what's, what's not going along with my path.
0: And for instance, that's, I remember the me. first day I met you, you told me this story about working with an agent or manager mm-hmm. and that wasn't a good fit for you. Oh, and you no. were like, you know what? I'm just going to call this guy oh, yeah. and tell him, you know what? Mm-hmm. This is not going to happen. Yeah. And there was a sense of fluidity. Like, it's easy. There's not, you know... If, oh, if yeah. I hear so many people who are not happy with, you know, the person mm-hmm. they work with. they They want to keep working in this relationship work relationship professional relationship because they're afraid yeah they won't have anything
1: totally later or yeah. else or there there you go again with the fear mm. the fear of See? if I what yeah. if I quit with him <gasps> what yeah. happens? I panic it's not the end of the world yeah you know and the thing the first thing here is if you keep working with that person that is not, on your same page that it's not defending the same principles you believe in what happens is that you're gonna have this uh friction uh of energy going in a way that's not gonna help you go through mm-hmm. it it's not gonna help you get more jobs it's not gonna help you to be happier
0: yeah
1: how do you go to an audition when you just talk to your manager uh, yeah, and he you. was an asshole to you yeah how do you go to into that room Mm-mm-mm. You know, this sure. is something I am aware of. I don't want to work with someone that is not going to be respectful to me. This is not going to be supporting me. and It's not going to stand... I mean, we don't have to be the same. But we have to be at least... In the over... same boat. And in the same and... boat, exactly. Yeah. So, just out of love of myself, I'm not going to be working with someone that is not going to be in the same boat. Mm-hmm. And this is what happened. Yeah, with with my manager, I quit. Um, being very clear respectful and honest yeah yes yes of course <laughs> who's gonna say it if it's not me <laughs> you know <laughs> exactly of course
0: what's your biggest challenge right now my like, biggest
1: challenge challenge um, my biggest challenge is to be able to survive. <laughs> now, like like my biggest challenge now is to find the way to get income every month so I can pay my bills and rent and everything and so I can leave my savings a little yeah, yeah there because that, that's what I that's what, like my next short-term goal in um uh in in working speaking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Work-wise, yeah. Mm -hmm. I hear you.
1: Yeah, which is a difficult one. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Why did I do this? (laughs) Why, (laughs) Ingrid? Tell me. (laughs) Why did I choose this? Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: But as you say, it's going to be great it's gonna yeah. do well
1: I'm sure about it you know the thing is I don't know how but it's impossible to know how so I just have to surrender to it yeah. and just know that it's gonna be great and you know and then things just happen this is That's true. the truth yeah. if you really believe in it you believe in yourself while well, you keep moving and doing what you have to do yeah, yeah I'm not I'm not worried
0: I can see that <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> I know <laughs> The time for our little open mic session.
1: Oh, you're right. We also, almost forgot about that. I love your your um, playful, <laughs> your playfulness here. It's like, mm, what you have, <laughs> right? I love it. Okay, great. What
0: what what do you have? So
1: I have an Alicia Keys song.
0: <laughs> so you sing as well? I didn't know that you. Oh you yeah, could sing. yeah.
1: I used to have a few bands in Barcelona and Mallorca.
0: Now I can see that. Uh huh
1: <laughs> Bing!
0: Let's hear it. Whenever you're ready.
1: Cause a real man knows a real one when he sees her. Oh, and a real one knows a real man. And afraid of pleaser And a real woman Knows a real man Always comes first Oh, and a real man Just can't deny A woman's
0: worth mm-hmm. Thank you so much for yes, sharing this sure It's like the little cherry on the Bing. cake <laughs> Yes <laughs>
1: Muchas gracias. Thank you so much. Thank you.
0: Thank Mm. you so much for tuning in. This is your host, Ingrid. Bye. My guest today was Paz Garcia. The links to her website and social media are posted in the description below. Thank you again, Paz, for wrapping up our conversation series. And thank you to all of you who have been listening and following Ciders. It has been a terrific experience. And I cannot wait to bring you the second season in the spring. And this time, it will most likely be centered around international directors. So stay tuned. And once again, if you have a minute or two, and if you like the show, please review it on iTunes. It helps all the people find the show. So, I guess I'll see you in 2018, and in the meantime, take care, enjoy the holidays, and don't forget to always have fun, shall you be on stage or off. A bientôt. Bye, guys.